Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Truman's Town Hall with your host, Matt Truman. I am Matt Truman from Truman Sound Hall. This is the Red Rooster from the Gospel Message. Cut the music. All right. Waylon, the Red Rooster, yeah. welcome. It's been a while since we did a Sunday Night Live. Hope everybody's doing well out there. How are you? I'm doing Rooster. very well. Doing very well. It does seem like it's been forever since we've been on. I know. A lot has went on since we went live. A lot. Uh, so much. Yeah, yeah. I so tried we've got to cover the... it. Yeah, I tried to cover it over on the podcast, uh, True and Sound All podcast. But it's just it's it just keeps coming. It doesn't yeah. stop. You got yeah, UFOs, you got Chinese balloons, you got train wrecks, you got World War Three. You have uh, revivals that last for 900 days. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Uh, and uh, whoever's going to be watching, we're going to keep this up for the uh, the live. Uh, we want you to come on tonight. We want to, we want to hear your side, your opinion, whatever we're talking about. Just feel free to copy and paste this, and and we have to refresh them, Matt. They, they just copy and paste, put this into their web browser, right? And it should bring them right to us, right? That's it. Yep. That's, That's it. the code. Okay. H, it says join the broadcast and type in HTTPS. You type all that in and you're in. That's it. That's all, right. all you have to do. Sounds good. I'm, I'm just going to share this on a couple different yeah, bring places. Us, bring us a clip. You got a clip to open us up? Yeah, I do. You know, let's... Uh, we're Let's open up. First. Yeah, this is pretty wild. Okay. There was a uh a a bishop, a Catholic bishop, I'm Catholic, that was murdered in Los Angeles. So I was just when gonna was play this? that. Uh today. Oh wow. So let me let me bring this puppy up real quick. This morning, parishioners in a Los Angeles community are in shock after an auxiliary bishop was killed 
in what is now being investigated as a suspicious death. Pray for all the people who are buried here. Bishop David O'Connell of the Archdiocese of Los Angeles was shot around 1 p.m. in a home in the Los Angeles suburb Hacienda Heights, according to officials. He was so soft-spoken. He was a humble soul. He, he was not the type that would have confrontations with nobody. O'Connell was pronounced dead on the scene. Deputies from the industry sheriff station received a call here, uh, an assist fire call of a person not breathing uh, and bleeding. O'Connell was a prominent leader in the community for 45 years. Archbishop Jose H. Gomez, who knew O'Connell, calling him a peacemaker with a heart for the poor and the immigrant. And the shooting death of the Catholic bishop coming just days after two men were shot leaving synagogues in Los Angeles. Police calling that shooting hate crimes, saying the alleged gunman who is in custody targeted both victims because they are Jewish. Many parishioners felt moved to go to Bishop O'Connell's home last night. They said prayers and they shared memories, but they also had a lot of questions. All right. So I, I wanted to bring that up because... Uh, yeah, that's I, horrible. I, had no I, idea. I think there's a lot of persecution going on. Um, yeah. Not just with, with Catholics and the Jews, but everywhere you look, really. Oh, yeah. It's it's just, it's going to get worse and worse. We've... and. America's been blessed. We've not had that that bad of a persecution. Many other countries have been a lot worse than us a long time ago. But yeah, that's horrible. Sure. I, I didn't know till you till you uh, brought that out tonight. That's pitiful. Yeah. So we we got that little clip. Let me. Um, we'll just keep chugging away here at the beginning here with some some news items. Um, this is uh, we're talking about World War Three. Waylon, have you have you? Thought about World War III? Uh, I just don't want it to happen, Matt. That's, me that's about it. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither, brother. Well, joining us now to discuss this further is retired Air Vice Marshal Sean Bell. Hi again, Sean. Uh, it's really interesting, isn't it? The Polish president uh, meeting uh, Western leaders in London today. Certainly, they've increased their defence spending significantly in the last few weeks. Uh, and understandably, Eastern European countries are a lot more worried about this war than perhaps Western European countries. Absolutely. Uh, but it is interesting why the Polish leader, Doda, is seemingly at the forefront of all this. He was visiting Rishi Sunak ostensibly to talk about um, the support to the Ukraine conflict. But he's recently, that was following a visit to the NATO Secretary General uh, Stoltenberg. He was looking at uh, how do you bolster the defence on the eastern flank of NATO as well. But all of this is the Russian invasion uh, of Ukraine was just not anticipated by the West. And there's lots of NATO countries. NATO was a bit in the doldrums. Uh, a lot of countries were not paying their way. Suddenly, this invasion's on their doorstep and they desperately need to find ways uh, not just to increase defence spending, but to create credible military capability. Let's look at Poland in particular. They're looking at the geography of the place. Now, if the war... Putin's invaded Ukraine, but it's pretty clear that his ultimate ambition is to restore the Soviet Union. Sure. And if we look at a map, clearly we've got Belarus here, which is already in uh, Putin's pocket. If he's invaded Ukraine, depending on how the outcome of that comes. The next um, countries on the front line are Estonia off the top there, Latvia, Lithuania, and then Poland. And so it's um, no great surprise that Poland has had a massive increase in defence spending, but it's also really interesting in how you change that, translate that money into credible deterrence military capability, and that's the challenge. These diplomatic efforts will continue once he leaves the UK. I think on the 20th to the 22nd of this month, President Biden's visiting Poland. All of that is trying to increase focus on how Poland uh, enhances its uh, deterrence capability. Okay. 
All right. So I wanted to I wanted to play that little clip. Each so I did a broadcast on my podcast. Um, I want to say it, it was way be- a few months before the war actually started in Ukraine. I I believe this is my belief. We're going to see a lot of suffering here in the United States because of this war. I think it's going to come here. Uh, That's just something I believe, you know, that's just my, what I'm watching and trying to learn different things and seeing all the, the movements of military vehicles. We're not given all that. What what do you mean? What do you mean come here? Like literally, or are you talking about literally, literally, we're about to to go into world war three. I'm I'm, unless this is my opinion, unless something, some major peace talks begin because Russia's getting ready to ramp up uh, a big offensive over in Ukraine. Um, We're we're coming up on the uh, year anniversary, right? Right. It's only been a year. We fought Afghanistan for 20 years. We were in yeah. Afghanistan for 20 years. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on a year with Ukraine and... Uh, and uh, uh, tell, tell, me, tell me if I'm wrong. Didn't we leave a, just about as much as far as a price tag on our weapons oh, wow. in Afghanistan as we've given to Ukraine? Am I somewhat close there? Close. Yeah, I think it yeah. was $81 billion. We left. Oh, is it that much? Seventy-one, oh, eighty-one. I don't know. That's just a number that's popping yeah. in my head. I didn't know it was that much. Yeah. So there's that. Let me uh, l- let me play another. And new Biden's story. supposed to go to Poland, right? Yeah, Biden's going to go to Poland. Yeah. That that's going to stir some things up. Yeah. Um, I, I think I he no showed him. In, Biden's uh, going to Poland, and this week uh, Putin's going to be delivering a big speech. Some are suggesting that he he is going to declare official war. Like right now, we call it a war, but what it is is uh, Putin calls it a special military operation. When they declare uh-huh. war, they're going to break out all their big guns. So wow. it's, it, this year, next year, and the following year, you have that Air Force uh, colonel or general calling for uh, war with China, saying war with China will happen around 2025, 20, 2027, in between there. So, you know, there's that. So now we've got China balloons. Do we have any Russian balloons going on, or is it? Oh, I'm sure we got Russian balloons. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's Russian balloons, Iranian balloons. I'm sure there's all <laughs> balloons are cheap and easy. And if yeah. you know, if we spend eighty thousand dollars to shoot one down, they're over there laughing at us. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, what's this one? What do you got here? So, have you heard about the train derailment over uh, in East Palestine, yes. Texas? Well, this is the latest, so it's coming down Ohio. Yeah, it's coming down into our neck of the woods now, the Ohio River. Um, I don't, our Miami and little Miami, it bleeds into the Ohio River, but I think we may be safe in our area. Who knows? Uh, We'll see. But here's a story out of Cincinnati talking about uh, what they're preparing for from the aftermath that we're left with from, you know, the Biden administration, the DeWine administration, 
all these yahoos who really don't care about the people. What they care about right. is, you know, getting that train moving. Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky are taking steps now to address concerns about water safety. Thanks for joining us at 6 o'clock. I'm Sharif Palella. We've been leading the way on this developing story for more than two weeks now after that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Now, early this morning, when the plume of chemicals moved through our area, local water providers shut off water intake from the Ohio River. WLWT News saw Danielle Dindak live for us along the river tonight with the very latest. So Danielle recently detected, they detected uh, a compound in the water, but they're still saying that our water quality is safe. Is that correct? That's exactly correct, Cherie. And so just moments after we got the word that there was a compound detected in our water, we met with Greater Cincinnati Waterworks, who told me that it was detected upstream. So that's very important. It was detected upstream. It's not in any of the water intakes here locally, and our water intakes remain closed. But I want to walk you back to the very beginning. Um, and so the train derailment happened more than two weeks ago in East Palestine and released chemicals that spilled into the water there. The chemical crews have been closely tracking, and that was butyl acrylate. That plume traveled down the Ohio, and out of precaution, Greater Cincinnati yes. Waterworks and Northern yeah. Kentucky Water District closed water intake this morning at 2 a.m. and switched to reserves. Also have happened this morning, Sharon another Brown. chemical, 2-ethyl-1-hoxalon, was detected miles upstream GC WW intakes and that chemical was commonly used in flavorings and fragrances. I spoke with GCWW about what this means for our water. We're doing everything we can to make sure the water is safe. Um, our intakes are shut down right now so the intent is for, to do that is to allow that chemical to go by in the river and then we don't even bring it into the, into the plant. Some of the studies that we've been doing so far though is even if we would bring some of it in um, our treatment process is very well has set up to remove this type, this type of compound. So the bottom line here tonight is that both reserves in northern Kentucky and here in greater Cincinnati, they are closed tonight. Now this once again was detected upstream, so our water is safe. And once right now we are all just working off of those reserves. Reporting live, Danielle Tendek, WLWT News 5. Danielle. All right. So the, uh, the aftermath is... It's coming, yeah, coming down. I was just watching uh, the news before we went on tonight, and there was a guy came on. He said he was doing uh, uh, his uh, his uh, expertise in forty years, in, like water treatment and all these different kind of chemicals. And he said when they did the burn and how all the chemicals changed and all that, he mm. said he's never seen such negligence in like 40 years so yeah. i don't know i don't i don't have enough knowledge to really get into and, it and all was... of that yes that that's what a lot of people are saying i'm not an yeah. expert no I'm... uh you're not an expert but a lot of people are saying that they just they did it so they could open up the railway how yeah, yeah. absurd man how yeah. absurd that was so we have uh, the big train derailment. All those people are suffering. Yeah. Uh, you have. When I took the uh, see, was it uh, the kind of the the governments that's coming out there? It took them two weeks to get out there, and then, um, I mean, after they did all that, mm -hmm. and then it took them two weeks to get there after all the damage was. It just it's just mind blowing. Right. I don't. Yeah. 
Uh, somebody no showed him today. Was Biden or who was supposed to be out there today? I, I don't know. I didn't hear about that. I, I heard yeah, Trump's going to make an appearance. And, uh, and then DeWine, uh, don't get me started on DeWine, but he don't, uh, yeah. he's bought and paid for. He looked like kind of a little weaselly up there trying to tell oh, everybody, is. you know. Yeah, it was, it was. That's bad. okay. There, there was a picture I saw, I think it was on Twitter. It was John Houston, who's our lieutenant governor. It was the mayor of that East Palestine, the EPA couple of EPA folks drinking water. I mean, they're trying to tell people it's safe, but clearly there's going to be some issues and we have to, Yeah, I don't know. We, you know, you don't want to over-regulate because there's, there's those on the far left who want to over-regulate. No fracking, no fossil fuels, no this, no that. Right. Just regulate everything. But you don't want to under-regulate where you're going to kill people and allow businesses just to, you know, oh, here, just pop the top on this poison gas so we can get this railway open and fly those chemicals back down your roads again. Railway. Oh, uh, uh, what about Budapest? What's, what's his name? I always say his name wrong. Budajedge. Budajedge. Uh, did he ever make it out there or did he know? I, I don't think so. He's, he's busy okay. saying that, you know, there's, there's too many white construction workers out there. So <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, gosh. so we have, you know, you got people suffering up there. You have this, this priest that gets murdered, you know, there's clergy getting murdered. You have this yeah. war where there's un untold suffering in Ukraine right now. Untold. I mean, we, we probably couldn't imagine. I've seen videos that I don't want to see again. Big question. Waylon. I don't know. What is it? Why does God allow suffering? Why? That's Why does God question. allow all this stuff? If God, listen, if God is loving and God is caring, why does God allow for us to suffer? Well, I'll put it this way. Uh, depending on how you view free will, um, a lot of people say, well, why does he let this happen? Uh, why does he allow this? He didn't make robots. He didn't. He gave us all a mind and a heart to do whatever we want to with. When you go back and you read, and, and I want everybody, when you go, if you're biblically oriented at all, go back to the first chapter of Genesis. And the, well, let me just get it. I think it's the 26th verse. Let's do it. First chapter. Yeah. Genesis. First chapter of Genesis and the 26th verse, just a few verses. And this is where I go because it's the beginning of, of the word of God. And this is where you would go to show that it ain't God's fault. And it's not that he allows it. It's that he has appointed a day in which he's going to make everybody give an account of what they've done. And until then, he's given us free will to do what we want to do. But Genesis 1 and 26, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion. When God made man, he gave him dominion over everything. He made him a place to live in that same chapter before that verse. He made him a place to live. He gave him everything they needed. And then he made man. And he said, let them have dominion. Well, you jump down to the uh, 28th verse. And God blessed them after he made man. He said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it have rule over 
and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and every and every over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. When God made man, he gave him dominion. God can't lie. He can't say, well, you can have it. Nope, I take it back because you're doing a horrible job. You guys suck. He, he can't do that. So when you read the 31st verse, it says, God saw everything that he made. Behold, it was very good. So God made everything good. It's our crazy decisions in life. It's our ungodliness that, that causes these things. God doesn't cause it. God never intended for that to happen. But everybody wants to go back and blame it on God. God, why did you, why did you let this happen? He gave his own son to suffer, bleed, and die. So it's not like he can even say, I've not experienced suffering because God gave his son to, to suffer for us. So you know, it, it's just an excuse not to serve God most of the time or anger or bitterness. But when it comes down to it, it's not God's fault. It's our fault. Um, and then, of course, he's made a day of judgment that's coming to take care of all that. So he has to honor his word. And that's what he's doing. Uh, he's he's angry. Don't get me wrong. He's angry. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's letting us make our decisions, free will, and then he'll make us all give an account. So that day. Somebody may ask this question. So God already knew he created fallible human beings. Yeah. Right? So he knew we were going to screw it all up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why would he let us do that? Well, I mean, you first ask yourself, would you rather that God give us life or not? Most people would be like, yeah, I'm glad he gave me a shot. Right. I am. Yeah, I'm very glad. I've messed up horribly. Uh, and, you know, he's still working on me. But I would rather him make a world of free will um, with a reward for what we've done than make nothing at all because he thought that we couldn't handle it. You know, that's the whole concept of being born again is you got to get out of the old nature to get into the new. And that's where the whole challenge comes in with with atheism and, and and all that but if you already believe in god you can already look back and see what god did in the beginning was good we're the idiots that messed it up and he gives us another chance you know so so in, in the book here what what does it say that we're supposed to do or what can we do so there there may be somebody out there right now that's going through something that is unimaginable they never thought this yeah. would ever happen to them right death right. in the family you know whatever the case may be yeah what does god say we do to to begin to trust you know continue to trust in him some people just i give up right right there's a lot of give up out there um yeah what can we do to 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 get more into to say okay this suffering that i'm experiencing now of no fault of my own, because there's a lot of suffering out there that isn't our yeah. fault. Like we create a lot of fault. I mean, right, I've made right. probably people suffer, yeah. right? So oh, me too. I'm not at fault on this, but I'm suffering. What what does the gospel say that we do? All right. First, I want to say, Brother Brian, I'm glad you're on the show. He jumped hey, in. Hey, Brian. Hey, you. Yeah, and if you see that. Uh, the uh, the little link there. If you want to come on, brother, hit that link. Join in. We don't care who shows up. Just join in. Tell somebody. They want to get on here and vent. 
Yeah. Get on here. If, if, um, you think, if you think we're wrong, come on here. Say, hey, Matt, you're an idiot. Waylon, he knows an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, no, there's a verse I want to get real quick if I can find it. Um, yeah. This is First Peter, the second chapter. Um, was that for Sister Wanda? Yeah, that was for <laughs> Sister Wanda. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep her in your prayers. Matter of fact, speaking of losing family, she's lost a dear uh, family member. So remember Sister mm -hmm. Wanda. All right. Uh, but First Peter, second chapter and 19th verse. Uh, this might help a little bit. It says, for this is thankworthy if a man for conscience towards God endure grief suffering wrongfully. So First Peter 2 chapter 19 shows that you can still have a good conscience toward God and you can endure grief suffering wrongfully. Just like that priest that got shot, got killed, murdered. He had to suffer that wrongfully. It wasn't nothing per se that we know that he done, didn't deserve it. But he suffered that. What did it say for what glory is it if you'd be buffeted for your own faults? So in other words, when I was out in the world being an idiot, when I got in trouble or if I went to jail or whatever happened, it was because of my own fault and I suffered that. But it says, but if when you do well and suffer for it, you're serving God, you're keeping the faith. He says, you take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. So there's a change of suffering. You go from suffering in the world because of our mistakes and then you change that suffering, you start believing in God, you'll, you're still going to suffer. He didn't take the suffering away, but now you're suffering for a different cause. And that's that's the whole point. People don't want to change because then the very next verse says, for even here, we're, for even unto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us. That even brings in the suffering of God's own son. So God didn't get around the suffering. He let his son suffer too. And then we're supposed to follow his footsteps. So... Either way, whether you're an idiot in the world that's just doing crazy things and you suffer that way, or whether you suffer the cross and you change your life and you start following God, you're going to suffer either way. And that's the problem. This world don't want to suffer anything anymore. It's like a microwave religion. They just want to say a prayer. Everything's over with. They expect everything to be, you know, peachy, rosy. Everything was great. And it's just not. The world sucks out there. It just does. And there's a lot of mean, horrible people that will do you wrong. Uh, so yeah, there, there's and it's not God's of, fault. There, there's a lot of people that, you know, jump into it. Okay. I got saved. I got baptized, right? I've repented. I'm baptized. Now my yeah. world is going to be perfect because I'm following yeah. God. But it's at that point, it's at that point when some may say the devil, the evil one, Satan, whatever, that's when he's going, all right, it's time. Yeah. It's time. I got you now because I'm going to, I'm going to break you. I didn't break Job, but I'm going to break you. Yeah. What do you say? What do you say? Well, and, and you did that devil pose pretty good there. That was good when you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm even, hold on. Male pattern baldness. <laughs> That's where the horns are doing. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Yeah, and that's that's when you actually begin to realize what it feels like to fight Satan. See, when I was in the world doing all the ungodly things myself and suffering because I was the wrong one, doing things that I shouldn't, you're not fighting Satan. You're you're just you're feeling the effects of him. He's already got you bound. But when you break loose from that, and you start suffering for God and for a different cause. 
that's when you start fighting Satan. And that's when you actually see how dark it really is. Because when you're in the darkness, before you see the light, you don't realize how dark it is. But once you get it's out a good of time, it. time, man. Yo, and, and you know what? The good time, Charlie, so to speak. There's pleasures out there. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't like it. You know what I mean? You're the same right. way. I know you for a while, sure. too. Yeah. Even talking about Moses. Yeah. I never, I never did a darn okay. thing. Okay. Let's get Matt going on the internet. Yeah. Of course. I yeah. Can. I was a, <laughs> I was, I was a wild man. And that's, I mean, and that's the thing. I see people out there that are doing the same things we did and worse or whatever. It's easy to, to be judgmental and jump on people. That's easy. Anybody can do that. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But every time I judge see somebody... Judge uh, yeah, no. be judged, right? Lest you be judged. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if God got us out of it, we have to give him time to get other people out of it. We always think just because we did, everybody should do it that fast. And that's not how it works. It just ain't. And we all grow at different, different, uh, different speeds. So, uh, was, was did Brian have a question or is he, uh, here I'll pop it back up. I'm, um, we're never without the Lord. That's go ahead. I'll let you read it. We're never without the Lord. That is why the Holy spirit is near. Our heavenly father waits on us. We're not waiting on him. The choices are ours to do right or wrong. Yeah, it is our choice. I agree with that. And I'm, I'm, my belief is a hundred percent free will. And I, and not just free will to come out of the world and be born again. But I believe even that born again creature has free will to say, you know what? I've done this for a while and I'm tired of suffering the cross. I think I'm just going to put it down. And I'm going to go back out there in that darkness. I believe it's 100% free will, not just half free will. So, right. And that's a whole nother argument. And again, please come on, tell somebody about it, to have these kind of conversations. Because you you can have disagreements, especially in the, in the ministry. You can Doctrines are so diverse. But once you get people in person or in an actual conversation, I tend to find that you actually agree with people more than you thought yeah. once you sit down and talk to them. You, do you find that true? Yeah, I do. You're, you're always going to have differences. It's yeah. like poli in, in politics, there's always those few hot button issues, abortion, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Guns, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. government spending. Okay. You're going to have those hot, but, but in, in between all of that, you know what? I, I kind of agree with you that, you know, we do need good schools, right? Right. We need, we right. need good roads to drive on. Infrastructure is important. Huber Heights, I'm talking to you. Infrastructure is important. <laughs> you guys, wake yeah. up, Huber Heights. Anyway. That's it. Mini clip right there. You need to put that on later. That's a good, nice clip. To put on. <laughs> and so, same thing spiritually. We agree. Most people agreed on you need to repent. You need to turn to God. You need to start following. Once I mean those basics, you could stick on that for years and get along with people. It's when you get in, like you said, the other subjects, 
rapture, tribulation, you know, the millennial reign. There's a bunch of different subjects, but let's get the basics down before so, you can even start. There's a, I don't want to jump ship here on suffering because I, I think this is a no, no, no. topic because so yeah. many out there are. But there's a lot of, I just want to ask this question real quick. There's a lot of people talking about tribulation. We're in tribulation right now. That's what they're saying because yeah. the Lord. What, what do you think? Just real quick. Uh, tribulation as far as like a worldwide or like what's going on now? Like biblically uh Oh, I got you. Like we're in the middle of the tribulation, you know. Uh, let's see. Um, let me is get that, one verse is, real is fast. Is that another podcast? It, it is, but um, I'm trying to answer the, the short version. Let me see here. I think it's. 14 maybe let me get it real quick yeah no 16 um 1633 it says that jesus said these things I, where you at yeah saint john 16 and 33 okay this is my view of tribulation a lot of people are looking for this great worldwide tribulation don't get me wrong i mean I, it's gonna get worse if, if, if nukes start dropping, yeah, you're, you're in a major tribulation. Everybody's in it. Hopefully but, uh, you, uh, yeah. No, no. Hopefully uh, he, he said, these, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. So basically, I just want to read that. Is you're going to have tribulation regardless. And there's a persecution that's going to be coming on the church more and more, especially in the United States of America, because we're one of the last to suffer, you know, these type things. But um, a lot of people, there's doctrines of a futuristic tribulation that comes on the whole world for seven years. That's a whole doctrine. We could get on there and like you said, another podcast, we could have people come on and talk about it and explain their viewpoints of that seven year tribulation is supposed to be in the future. I don't personally believe that. I believe more of, like Jesus said, in the world period, you're going to have tribulation. Um, I, I believe like how you said that subtly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't believe like other people believe. I, I believe like Jesus said <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you got it already. Um, but yeah, I just believe in, you're going to have tribulation in the world period. Um, and then those that die in the faith in Jesus, they're going to, they're, they, they're, they're overcomers period. Um, I don't believe in, in like a futuristic special tribulation. Uh, and even the ones that do, they don't really tell you what's going to happen. They just say there's a tribulation coming. So, and if, and, and there's going to be people that might be able to explain that better. I don't explain the futuristic tribulation, even though I do believe that in the future there's, there will be tribulation, but you know, you got like uh, North Korea, you got places in China, the Christian world has been going through tribulation for a long, long time. Uh, and I forgot how many countries that, that uh, the Bible, Christianity is not even allowed, you know. So that, that kind of tribulation has been happening a long time. United States, we're just one of the last ones to go through it. So, um, but it's coming more and more. Yeah. But, yeah. The, the more folks see Christianity as a, a threat more as a, instead of, okay, they're going to see, there, there's going to be a lot of people and, and many people in power 
that see Christianity Christianity as a threat more so. Oh yeah. Um, then oh then absolutely. What we see it as is is this is how we get saved. This is how we go to heaven. This is how we live eternal. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, especially when you hit, and I, I'm always dog and smiley, Mister Olstein. I, I can't yeah. stand the fellow as far as he's not a preacher. I mean, I love him because he's God made him. You know, there's, sure. there's a certain respect there. Yeah. But as far as a preacher, you know, that cross, he don't preach it. It doesn't exist. There is no suffering in, in his doctrine at all. Uh, there, there's it, Anyway, I won't get into all that. But the reason I'm saying that is that him and all the big mega churches, mainstream Christianity is, is so watered down that with all the all the new laws coming in with, uh, you know, the church tax breaks and all this stuff, they're going to filter in so many rules and regulations in these big ch- uh, churches that they're going to be, they're going to be so corrupted that people won't even recognize it. And then you've got these little churches, like the ones I like to go to, you know, they might be 15, 30 people, hundred people, you know, they don't have the Coliseum of thousands. Um, those little churches, they'll be easy to knock out toward the end because they don't make big news. Big right. smiley. These big Coliseans, they make the news. All these little churches down the corner, when it comes time, they'll snuff them out too. So, and, and I believe they're saving. That's my opinion. I believe they're saving them for last because that'll be the easiest. To, you uh, you think the, the little churches are being saved for last? Oh, absolutely. Because, and, and check this out. When the big mega churches, they serve the hippie Jesus anyway. Right. Everything's love and, you know, embrace everything. Well, I don't want to cut you off on answering a question to ask another question, but I will anyway. Uh, (laughs) Do you think there's any mega church out there that is teaching the gospel the way it should be taught and, and, and leading their people to righteousness? I believe that they all have a, just like, in the beginning, tree of knowledge of good and evil, he had the knowledge of good, and he also had the knowledge of evil. I believe that the mega churches they've got a little bit of both. They've got some truth, but it's been so corrupted with all that Jesus loves you no matter what you do, and, and everything's okay. It's so nasty that, yeah, there's little bits and pieces of truth that I believe that there's a lot of people doing all they know to do. I believe God sees that. God knows that. God understands that. Because some people, that's all they know. So they, they get bits and pieces of truth. But when it comes down to it, you get more structured doctrine and, and a closer walk in the smaller churches a lot of times. Not all the times, but a lot of times. Because it's more focused on the Word of God and not getting in your pocketbook. The mega churches have to get in your pocket to continue to, to be to mega churches. To stay active. Yeah, they have to. And, and, and they're... And they're paying their preachers a heck right. of a lot of money to, to come yeah, in. Yeah, I've seen amounts of money. I, don't, I mean, if you want to give somebody some money, that's fine. I don't ever ask for money. I don't charge nothing, whatever. Now, if somebody wants to give me a little piece of money, that's up to them and their church. Get gas money to go preach somewhere, whatever, little things. But I'm talking about the money-hungry, salary-loving, chasing that dollar bill. They're, they're, they're hirelings, and uh, the hirelings, they water down the gospel because once you preach that straight and narrow gate the way it should be preached, an actual salvation, deliverance, a change of life, the crowd is going to get smaller. And that's what he said. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way. Few be there to find it. 
right. wide is the gate and broad is the way many are going to go on that one. So, yeah, I think Smiley is a big fat gate. There, there's a lot going in because he's about prosperity and blessings. He's not about living right. So, and and Mr. Howard, he needs fifteen hundred bucks just to show his face. So, oh, you'll burn for that, Kevin. <laughs> I didn't even see him on here. <laughs> Sister Vicky, Brother Kevin. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, Brian, Vicky, tell people about these little broadcasts. We need some people on. We need some preachers on. Even if We're we gearing just, them back up. Okay. We'll yeah. be back next Sunday. We'll be back next yes. Sunday. We're, we're gearing up, but we want people to feel free to come on. You guys, I'll shut up. On. I'll just play with the with the editing tool and wail it. Yeah, yeah, and, and we'll Mad. have discussions. <laughs> Seriously, we will. And, and that's what we want because, see, the more people talk about stuff, the more we're going to understand. I mean, it's that's what it's all about is getting into it. I mean, whether yeah. it's political and spiritual, whatever, we've got to talk about stuff. Cause, and I'm going to give you one, and you guys can tell everybody if you want to. We love you, Sister Vic. Y'all. Um, okay, your game. Kevin's in. Kevin's right. in. Uh, we want to talk about some of these things, and a big one, and I'm going to say this, Matt, and the Facebook fact-checkers will probably get mad at this, but I love the Facebook fact-checkers. Okay? I do, too. I do. I think they're awesome, <laughs> but I love them. And I want to let them know that here's a good question. Do you? Well, now I'll ask you this, Matt, All right. and, then, and then, okay? And then I'll, I'll interrupt you to ask another question. Um do you believe that a far left, now I'm not left and I'm not far right. I'm just a Christian conservative. I don't really label myself with anything. Do you believe a far left liberal can actually even be a Christian? <sighs> yeah, that's touchy. Oh, no. oh, okay. No, no, I don't. Not a Christian. Okay. They, they Why is that? Be, uh... You're a judgmental jerk. Why is that? Judge not, least ye be judged. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I don't, I, I think there's a lot of far left beliefs such as, I mean, just look at the basic 10 commandments, right? Look at the basic 10 commandments. Um, yeah. Are, are there supposed to be, is there supposed to be a punishment for the 10 commandments? Is it just damnation or should we, the people punish for the 10 commandments? Well, there's a lot of stuff in those Ten Commandments that these far left prosecutors are just letting people run free. Yeah. So that that yeah. I mean that's just that's one thing, and I come at it on, on that political uh, perspective. But yeah, I, thou I agree shall not I kill. I believe that this is just my opinion, and people can say all they want. I believe abortion is murder. Yeah. Thou shalt not agree kill. With you. So, I mean, and, there's a and, lot of things. And come on the broadcast. If you disagree with Matt about what yeah. he just said, tell cut, him. Cut because I off, tell him right? when I think he's wrong. And he's Catholic. Speaking. And I forgive him for being Catholic. Do what? I said, cut my head off, figuratively speaking. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I'm fine uh, with that. I would, I would love to hear that outside perspective. Like, yes, lefties can be Christian. And here's why. Because blah, 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 blah. Whatever. But I don't. I don't and, think so. I, I. I don't think they want to be Christian. To be honest with you, Waylon, if they're the far lefties, they don't want to be Christian. No. They, th if they worship anything, it's Mother Earth 
or uh, themselves or, you know, and this is, I don't want to chop them up, but I'm just, I, I, I love everybody. I, I honestly do. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and like even if you're everybody. far left, I love. If you're far left, I love you. I'll sit down, have dinner with you. Yeah. But as far as, as your your beliefs and morality and and politics and religion, there's there's nothing there. I mean, I love you, but and here's the big thing: where do people get their compass of morality? I mean, when it comes down to it, what is the gauge of morality? They don't have. If you don't, if you're not using this or something, you have no gauge. I mean. There has to be a compass of truth somewhere, and everybody's – it's all relative. It's like, well, it depends where you're at or what you – no, it does There has to be – there has to be a core of some some sort of way you can get right from wrong. And for thousands of years, it's been the Word of God, and now I don't know where they're going for it. I have no idea, but it's not going good, as you can tell. So. And I, I say what I say, not to be judgmental. I'm not perfect. Shocker, America. I'm not perfect, right? I mess up each and every day. I've messed up today. I messed up yesterday. I'm going to mess up tomorrow, and I don't even know what it's going to be, right? I'm going to try not to. Right. But something's going to happen. But saying that, yeah, I I I don't believe lefties want to be Christian. No. Let alone could be Christian. I know some would, I mean, there are people who identify as liberal or on the left that could be, but not the yeah. far lefties. Yeah. No. And he, the, and the sad thing is they're so, they're, they're being raised so far left that they're, they're fighting a losing battle in the beginning. They're being brought up in, in a lefty world. And, and, and by the time they get to be teenagers, it, it's going to take an act of God to get people to open their eyes to what the other side's all about. And they're being, they're being raised up to where if you even think, if you even think toward the right at all, that you're a bad person. And they're yeah. doing everything from changing history to changing morality, to changing the compass of, 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 of what God is. I mean, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's going bad fast. And, uh, See, in, in my heart of heart, I, I consider myself a conservative libertarian. I don't care what you do at your house, whoever it is. You, right. you, you do whatever you want at your house as long as it doesn't affect me and my family, right? Okay, so, now I, I got a problem with you there. Are you ready? Go for me it. Me and Matt's getting ready to have a... Mm. I used to feel the same way. I used to feel the same way, but once you say... I don't care what you do at your house as long as it don't affect me. I we all used to say that back in the 80s, right? It's like just keep all that weird stuff at home, right? And then we were okay with that. We was like, just don't bring it here. Just just you know, hide away. You know what well, I mean? Well, I can't take them to heaven. Right? No, 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 no. But but then the wickedness just gets worse and worse. Then it goes from, say, what used to be considered. Never mind. I, I, have, I have to watch uh, what I say so we don't get completely shut down. Just go for it. Shut it down, <laughs> what, baby. <laughs> what used to be hidden in the closet, so to speak, is now proclaimed. It's hey. really proclaimed upon. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, fellas. You know, 
that used to be hidden, right? Because it was shameful, right? But now it's came out so far that they're shouting from the housetops, marching parades, and now grooming our children. So it, I, I get where people were saying, yeah, just keep it at your place. But it never stays, wickedness never stays at your place. It, it grows and it festers and it gets bigger. And before you know it, it's parading down your streets, it's infiltrated your schools. And now you're like, what happened? That's my opinion. I mean, you can't do anything about it. You can't stop anybody. Yeah, I generally but, don't man. have those parades on my street. But it could happen. All right. You weren't in the parade, were you? <laughs> no, I don't we're participate just anymore. I, I don't no. participate anymore. But and, and and that's the thing. You can't you can't stop anybody, you can't control anybody. But when you go back biblically to Sodom and Gomorrah. And I'm sure it went in the beginning with Lot. It was like, hey, you guys, that's kind of gross and all. That's an abomination. God don't like that. Stay away from me and mine. Well, but before it was over with, when the angels came to his house, they surrounded his house. And it was like, we want to know those dudes. We want them to come out and we want to, you know. That's sick. It didn't just stay at home. It just didn't stay where, you know, locked and hidden away. It was manifested and then it was forced. And that's what they're going to do today. Remember, it used to be um, tolerate. You would have to tolerate it, right? Mm -hmm. Tolerate, 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 tolerate. And then now it's like, no, you're not going to tolerate it. We want you to embrace it, not and embrace it and help us and really stand behind us and lift us up. And I'm like, no. I'm not doing that. It wasn't cool then, and it's not cool now, and it's definitely not biblically cool. And look what it's doing to our kids. Put this brawling <laughs> boots on now, buddy. <laughs> Did you see the teacher with the size Z breast? Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did. It's teaching Here, our kids. Here's what I'll say about all that. So God is, God is love, right? We love God. Yeah. God gave us free will. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like we have to extend that. Uh, if God's given me free will, and that's where I come in with my libertarian tendencies, see? I'm, yeah. I'm very conservative in a lot of ways, but I come in as a libertarian tendency with, well, if God gave me free will, then I got to provide that free will. But I also have yeah. to be the man of my castle. You know, things are going to slip up. I'm going to miss stuff at my house. But as long as I'm trying to, okay, kids, do this, do that. Here's this. Uh, tell me about that. Whatever, you know. Right. Try to do what's right. But, I, and you, I, but you don't. You don't have to support it, though, right? I mean, you don't. No, you don't no, have no, to no, support. No, no, no. Yeah. No. I, yeah. No, I don't support things that. I'll say that because I don't. Maybe I don't remember all of this all the time. Right. Right. We, we don't all walk around going, you know, having a photographic memory, what the Bible says and what God wants us to do. But you, you try to go with what your heart says and what, you know, sure. you've learned before. Um, so, yeah, I, that I try to do what's right. I don't know if that. Well, and Vicky just said, uh, I think that is exactly it. I was raised right. You always come back to God. And that's the thing. If you look at the kids nowadays. They're not even raised right. 
You know, I mean, me and you was raised, at least you get a butt whooping maybe here and there, you know, get put in your place. But now the kids run, run the house. They don't get, I mean, they're not even raised. This right here is not even in their vocabulary anymore. And it's, and you can see the, the, the effects of it. So, um, and I, what do you think on the, the next one? Do you, you want to get into a, a special topic? I tell you what, anybody that's still on there, if, if you have something on your mind, like whether it's political, spiritual, whatever, tell us, and then we'll, we'll do a little prep. We'll get some people on and we'll, we'll get into it. Um, yeah. And, and if, did you have anything? In, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, if anybody wants to come on, uh, true podcast at gmail.com T R U P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Send me an email and we'll send you an invite before we jump on. But if you're not yeah. so sure, we'll, we'll still have that invite up there and then you guys can come on. Whoever wants to come on, we don't really care if you get mean yeah. and start yelling and cussing. I'm, I'm going to boot you, but yeah, because we want this to, to include everybody. So if you want to come on, come on. We've got Kevin in. I'm not sure about Brian. Um, I had a guy, Nick Bruski, or Bruski. He was going to come on. He went down to that uh, revival in Kentucky. He wanted to talk about that, but then he goes to me. So I don't don't know what happened with that. Uh, And that, that revival, I don't know enough about it to really get into it, but any any church or young group that's that's putting on um, an opening, open doors to worship God, I, I say go for it. That's yeah. good. Now, a lot of people can politicize it and make it, you know, turn it into some sort of a tourist attraction before it's over with. But I think what they're doing is good. Um, yeah. And and that's, I mean, why not? That's that's what it's all about, you know. Put God first. And if it, it's, if it makes people mad, that's okay, too, because... I'm sure you make people mad. I know I make people mad on my broadcast. That's okay. You know what I mean? Just put it out there. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll end with this. You're, you're, okay. So I was going to go down to, or I was going to go up to East Palestine or Palestine, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was going to film for Truman's Town Hall. So you look down here, Truman's Town Hall, right? I was going to go do some film, maybe talk with some people and, and see what's going on. And then I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I'll just, the revival down there in Ashbury, Kentucky is only, it's, it was an hour less of a drive. So maybe I'll go down there and film some stuff. Well, that night I had the next night off that night. I had a gallbladder attack. So I think that's God's way of saying, leave these people alone, man. And yeah. just stay home. And yeah, I don't know. That, that was, yeah. I just thought of that. And- I don't know. Maybe. No, and you're right, and that's and I think we should do our own. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're right. doing theirs. Why not just spread it and start doing our own? I think it should go on everywhere. Panera but, Bread, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm gonna start putting posts on when I go. I'm just gonna study randomly at Panera Bread. If anybody wants to join me, please come and join me. Uh, Matt will be doing his podcast. Um, uh, tell him you got your separate page, right? That was the yeah, Truman's, Truman's Town-, Town Hall podcast. Yeah facebook page yes spread the word let us know all right next week we're gonna try to be on about 9 45 and uh yeah yeah we're gonna keep going kevin 
Kevin, be ready. Start telling people. Get 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 us some people to come on. I, I do admit Sounds there good. was a couple football games that kept us from, from doing yeah. live. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Matt, for having me again. God bless you, brother. Thanks for having me, Waylon. Thanks, Vicky, Kevin. Um, who else we got? Brian. 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 Yeah. yeah. And there's more people that haven't commented, but uh, that are watching. Thank you. And those who are watching later, uh, later, thank you for watching too. So we'll talk to y'all later. God bless you.